0: 9, 12. But we can discuss that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Coming to you direct from our super-secret studio,
0: Hello, this is Washington for Beautiful People on Deep State Radio. I'm your host, Emily Brandwin, CIA spy girl on Twitter, and we're broadcasting from the very chilly West Coast today. And I am so excited and so thrilled, I'm doing little clapping on my side, to be joined by a two-time Golden Globe winning actress, television personality you've seen her One Day at a Time, Touched by an Angel, Hot in Cleveland with Betty White, who I share a birthday with. And she's on Valerie's Home Cooking, uh, Kids Baking Championship on Food Network, author of many books, and she's Luna's mom. It's (laughs) Valerie Bertinelli.
1: Hi. (laughs) Wow. When you put all my credits in front
0: of me, it's like, oh God, I guess I have been busy in this lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) I never could hear them all put together like that. Thanks, Emily. (laughs) I I always think I'm like, that's the most important thing. I think it's like it's impressive. You should, you worked for that. You earned all that.
1: Thank you. I'm always like poo-pooing it and like, wow, yeah, I guess I have done a lot. No
0: wonder I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you need a nap. Um, I mentioned Luna's mom because we have a mutual friend named Jo. Yes. She is Luna's babysitter when I go out of town. Well, she literally, I just messaged her and I said, hey, guess who I'm talking to? She's like, yeah, tell Valerie she needs to go travel so I can take Luna. So, <laughs> Exactly. Every time I hang out with her, she goes, are so you going out of town soon?
1: You need to go out of town because I need Luna. I'm like,
0: she can have a play date, but seriously? <laughs> she literally, I was like, okay. She goes, no, no, seriously, you can tell her that. I'm like, I'm on it, Joe." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luna, how old is Luna? And she's- Luna is,
1: let's see, um, she will be seven years old in May. She's is she a black lab? She is a mutt. She's got everything. She's about thirty thirty five pounds. She hovers between there. She's I mean she's got everything from basset hound to um, jack russell terrier. She's a chihuahua. She oh We had a DNA test done on her because she looks like no dog I've ever <laughs> seen before. You know, she looked like she's part Whippet or Italian Greyhound, but yet she's too small. She's just, she's the most wonderful, loving for a cat family to have a dog like this in our lives. We are so blessed and so lucky. She's the kindest, gentlest. She was here first before all my fosters started invading her space. (laughs) Um, She was here earlier with my two older cats who have now since passed, and now I have all these foster for lack of a better word, foster failures. So she, it's her. I was going to say they're boys. never
0: fosters. They always end up staying with you.
1: Yeah, I did find homes for ten other kittens, but oh. somehow, somehow these ten, these five or four, I should say,
0: somehow these four stayed. Oh, okay. So you're, your rate's pretty good. It's fairly good. Yeah, yeah. My parents adopted. They adopt old Goldens, like sort of the senior dogs that nobody wants. That's what my sister-in-law kept... does in Charlevoix, Michigan. She does the same thing. Goldens. I, it's Um, first of all, it's amazing because it's just like their dogs, they have so many problems. My dad's a doctor. So he is a drawer of like shots that he has to give all the dogs. And it's, it's a little bit sad. It's a little like sweet. They have little dog diapers, but they used to call them fosters. I'm like, we can just take that word out because we know they're not (laughs) going.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. I still, I I just don't understand. Like Luna, she was an owner surrender. And I know there's circumstances that we have no idea about. I just, she's just. I can't imagine surrendering her to a shelter. I just, like like wow, this dog, really? We're so lucky. Cause, um, wow. Yeah, and the same thing with golden. I mean, golden retrievers, aren't they the number one breed that people are always? So I'm mean, you you're like, how do goldens, like, get owner surrendered and need to be in foster? I, I, I just, I don't understand. I don't get I, it.
0: I, I think what happened, like, I was even thinking, like, if you have an allergy, like, I, I get sort of that. But also if it's these sure. dogs that are so sweet, you would think that the owner would be like, I'm going to find a home. Because if I have yeah. to do this, I want to give it. I need
1: to find somebody so that I know this dog is taken care of and protected. Exactly. You know, I, I guess. I mean, I'm being very judgy McJudger right now, but I just, I just, it I, it doesn't oh. compute in my head.
0: That's my little. I apologize for name.
1: being judgy, but, you know. I'm my looking at my name girl right just... now. She's sitting right next to me, and I'm like, oh my God, you're the sweetest thing in the world. How could anybody have surrendered you? I don't get it.
0: But you're like, and I'm By budge. the way, she's
1: right next to Tigger. They're like back to back. They're kind of like back spooning, I guess. Back spooning. Yeah, I, I mean, I have a picture of her and Batman spooning together. She's so good with the cats.
0: You should put probably post that later so I could take mm-hmm. a look. Have you posted? Okay, p- I will. Okay. I'll post a picture. Okay. Well, not to not to segue poorly, but- This is deep do, state radio. We're talking about cats. It is state dogs. radio. As much as I would <laughs> love to talk about this, because I really would, because I'm like, oh, tell me more. Um, because I'm not allowed to have dogs. My husband's allergic, and so oh. even to like saliva, so we can't have it. And so I've tried to like bargain different things, and he's like, it's anaphylactic shock that happens to me. I'm like, so is that bad? Does that yeah. mean-
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. No, I mean, I get – sometimes if Luna drools too much on my arm, or whatever, I do get hives, and I am allergic to my cats,
0: but I've never not had cats. I just take medication. Well, it seems like – I'm really – there's like something really
1: certain- wrong with me.
0: No, it seems like you're really strong, and you would do anything for an animal, and then if my husband's listening, maybe he could take some inspiration. I'm just saying. Yeah,
1: anaphylactic shock is a little bit more – you know, Uh-oh. tragic than me just getting a few hives on my no. arm.
0: <laughs> Anaphylactic shock, you know, tomato, tomato. Keep an EpiPen handy. Come on. So they're too
1: expensive now because, you know, pharmaceuticals are ridiculous, but okay. Hey, nice segue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well done. How well are done. we
1: going to fix this country, Emily? We're it needs to fix- be fixed. And okay. whoever's in charge right now ain't fixing it.
0: Did you watch last night, the State of
1: the Union? No, can't do it anymore. I'm not going to do it. Did it last year, can't do it did you see hear his me? voice without going into some sort of horrible convulsions
0: <laughs> there's not enough heavy drinking to help you go through it
1: no and I'm like I'm continuing on my you know whatever dry January I'm dry ish yeah. good I'm trying to dry ish February too I'm I'm trying to drink less than I do drink so <laughs> you know and he's making it very challenging he's making
0: it I was gonna say he's he's out to get you yeah, yeah. On Deep State Radio, we did, because we were all talking. We're like, we can't handle just watching it. Like, it's just not going to happen. So Asha Rangappa, Molly Jongfast, and I did a live commentary of it. So we played it up, and you could listen to us. And then all we did was, like, we said it was, like, mystery science theater. We just, like, commented on everything. <laughs> it
1: was... I still, I to this, I mean, every single time... His approval rating come out, and thank you for not even bringing up his name. I can't say his name. Every it, time his approval Voldemort. rating comes out, I'm like, "How in the world do that many people still approve of him?
0: How uh, is this happening? I I'm, don't
1: understand."
0: <laughs> a couple of them may be related to me. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm where I'm from. I have a cousin who I don't think we're blood related, so maybe that helps me a little bit. But yeah, I it's it's uh. It's challenging. What is
1: the reasoning? Well, did you, you. You're not seeing what's happening? I mean, you're uh, seriously going to try and throw Russia under the rug and, like, not see that how many people have been indicted
0: or, or actually have gone to jail so far? I, well, what's I, I, today? I, how it, how blind heard do you what, want to be? Schiff is releasing the testimony. He, I don't know if you read this Adam, about Adam Schiff, what he's doing. He's going to no. save us all but he's going to be Nancy
1: Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi oh. is, oh my God. Why, Nancy. why? You know what? I'm, I was going to say, why don't people like her? But I know why people don't yeah. like her because as soon as there's a woman who's a ridiculously smart and has a little bit of power there, you're going to get a bunch of people trying to discredit her. And I'm, I'm not one of those people that's going to discredit this woman who's so freaking smart. And I'm so grateful that enough of the country has switched over the House, although how the Senate didn't get switched either. But I'm just saying we'll take one. We'll take one. <laughs> yeah. We just need to right uh, people now, need to start being held accountable.
0: I think he's gonna do it. I think I think his committee will do it. I'm really I am I am having some faith. It's I was just looking while we were talking Everything that was under investigation, the Trump Organization, the Trump Foundation, the Trump Campaign, the Trump Transition, the Trump Inauguration, the Trump Administration, and then everybody— Do you recall,
1: do you recall how many investigations and how many arrests happened during the Obama administration? And how I think it was zero. Was? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I believe it was—if um, I'm adding it up, it adds up to nothing. And you know
1: darn well if they were going to find something, they would have found something. Oh. Because they were horrible to that man.
0: They literally could not find anything with like ways and a compass. They would have resurrected the ghosts of Rand McNally to help them find something if they could have. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. so they so clearly tell they me would again, have been.
1: you know, what's I, I just I, 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 I people for me, I'm always looking at some of these things and going, You're willfully you're willfully ignorant. You prefer to be ignorant and uneducated about this. I can't help you. I can't help you.
0: It's funny. I have a problem now with the word ignorant because I think when people were talking, and I say this a lot, people will say about Trump, he's ignorant. I always said the name, Voldemort. Um, It's like Beetlejuice, (laughs) Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. now he's going to like appear as like a specter somewhere and he's going to like suck up my spirit. Um, (laughs) I'm like so scared. hold me. But I feel like that word gives you leeway to do better. And I feel like everyone who is surrounding him right now, I'm not saying people who voted for him or people who, you know, support him. I'm talking about the people around him in the but White that's House. What I'm,
1: saying. That's why, I'm sorry I'm, I'm interrupting uh, you because this is where, yeah. I'm, yes, ignorant is the correct word. Uneducated is the correct word because here's the two words that go in front of it. Enthusiastically, willingly yeah. ignorant. Okay. They prefer to stay that way. Or if they're not, they prefer to behave in that manner so that they can't be held accountable for the actions and for for what they're doing to support this man
0: ruining our country right now. What I think is going to be amazing is when they use that as an excuse, when Mueller's like, oh, by the way, and I'm like, we just we just didn't know better. And they're going to be like, really? He doesn't care. And yeah. I think we need to see that. I think this country needs to see accountability or, or we really are broken. And I... I have nieces and nephew and I, and I want them to see that. I want them to see that even when our country is challenged the most, some things do, you know, persevere and it's, we need that because this is, this is a shit show. Like we've never seen.
1: No, I mean, it,
0: it, 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 it
1: has always been um, pretty dramatically, um, You know, the partisanship has been pretty dramatic. I mean, we saw it for the last eight years, you know, during Obama. We've seen it for God knows how many decades with the Clintons. I'm not a big Bill Bill Clinton fan, but I'm a very big Hillary Clinton fan. And I'm not going to blame her for sticking around her husband. I don't know that I could have. No, but 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 that was her choice.
0: And I'm not going to –
1: That's her choice, right. Um, Just like I'm not going to, you know, judge Melania for sticking with this – thing that she's sticking with but I also don't think that she I don't think we need to free Melania
0: I think she's there willingly I do too we had this discussion and someone's like oh do you feel bad about Melania I said she co-signed on the racism she co-signed on birtherism she has co-signed on all of this I I have no it's not that I don't have compassion I have compassion for pretty much everyone I have something in that but I don't actually have compassion
1: for Voldemort too a little bit. I mean, there's he. I I don't know that you know he was always that way. I mean, you're you're raised to be um, a narcissist, and you're raised to not care and have compassion for other people. I mean, there. I I'm so confused by what's going on in the world right now. I really am. I mean, is it really that dramatic to say that Putin would love to run the world? No. No. He would love to run the world. He's being helped immensely right now. By multiple factions in in Europe and here in yep. America,
0: and it's funny. And when our constitution has to uphold,
1: and and well,
0: and be the people we have with right has mm-hmm. have to do that. And I think it's funny because when all this started happening, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's in with Putin." Everyone's like, "You're being dramatic," and I was like, "Right?" Well, and I said. This I is- thought even I thought Rachel Maddow was being dramatic
1: two years ago. I'm like, Rachel, God, really. Are you really with the Russians again? And you're then like, like oh down God, and she it's was t- on top of it before anybody else was.
0: It's funny. I said, this would, this would literally be a case study at the farm at the CIA. They would be like, okay, guys, this is the extreme example. It would never really happen. And they would make it so you're like, okay, if you see any of this, then you know that this person is good to recruit, to be a spy. And then someone would be like, well, what about Trump? He's got all, I mean, it's, it's everything. It's, it's insanity, but it literally is like a textbook what you see it's so you have to um, this is
1: what i don't understand and you maybe have better insight with this is that the people he has chosen to pick a fight with the fbi the cia Mm -hmm. all of these people all of these hard-working people that aren't just you know the heads that he's choosing to run these organizations what about the guys in the trenches the girls in the trenches The you know what are all of they thinking like dude really you're gonna really don't, uh, don't you think they're working harder and harder to find the truth about what this man is doing?
0: Well, it's hard. And FBI is different from the CIA, just in the sense that FBI has the domestic mandate. CIA has, it's not a law enforcement. So they're, it's an intelligence gathering agency. I used to see, you know, they're sort of just professional liars and thieves because you're stealing secrets. But it's interesting. All of my friend, like my closest friends, my best friends still work for the government. And I think for all of them, because I always am like, I'm checking again. how are you guys doing? It, it's so demoralizing and it's so demeaning. And when he makes claims of bias, literally nothing could be further from the truth. You're talking about the most patriotic, hardworking women and men who go in and have been working for decades and decades, different administrations who check all of their their feelings, of course, they politically may lean a certain way. But when it comes down to intelligence, FBI or CIA, it's literally black and white. And yeah,
1: it is. It's like either the truth or or, or what or not the truth. What's happening? What you know, who's against us? Who's who's against the U.S.? Who's for us? Uh, the Cold War, all this stuff, it, like like all of the I, he, I mean, if you were to bring up, you know, Lisa Page and, and is it Strokes? strokes how do you pronounce uh, his name
0: got it for just brought, uh lisa page and uh whatever yeah i know his name and now yeah. it's gonna well, what, get if, what like
1: about comments. what about when Gugliani was you know talking right before all the stuff came out about clinton i mean he had this shit-eating grin on his face on some television show saying oh we got something it's coming out soon so it, and the reason comey wrote the letter and and trying yeah. to protect himself and trying to protect the fbi like there's so there's people of all like there's Nobody's perfect. Far-right Republicans, regular Republicans, far-right Democrats, regular Democrats. So there's all those people working for these governments, and they're supposed to put it aside. And, they, but, and for the know, most part— Colby got
0: scared. Yeah. Well, and he also—he knew the writing was on the wall, and he's been around for, you know, forever. He knew what was going to happen. You don't document every single meeting if you don't feel like you need to document it. Mm -hmm. And he knew, I mean, I love the picture of him, like in the white house where he's like trying to hide in drapes. I'm like, you're like six (laughs) foot 18. You're not going anywhere. No one's going to be like, where's he, where did Comey go? It's hard. (laughs) My, I have friends who I have a friend right now, who's been there for three decades and is actively looking for other jobs. I'm like, you could retire in like two years. He's like, I can't do it. I have a friend who's an ethics lawyer. Who's like, how can you be an ethics lawyer for the government now? I have another friend who, he's gay, and he's like, I can't, he's like, I don't know how to do this. He's sticking with it, because he's like, I got three more years, and he's not going to take my retirement. But what's hard for intelligence, for both FBI and CIA, you work so hard to get a source. And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. That is the gold of the intelligence community, is your sources. And you will do anything to protect them. Because when you recruit somebody, like if I am overseas, and I'm somewhere, and I'm like, I'm in Russia, for example, and I'm recruiting an asset. The worst thing, Russia's not a good example now, but I'm in another country. The worst (laughs) thing that's gonna happen, bad example, is that they'll P&G me, I'll be persona non grata, they'll kick me out of the country, but my asset, he could be killed, his family could Mm -hmm. be killed, they could be imprisoned forever. Their lives go away. And so that, the weight of that responsibility is not lost on anybody who works for the FBI and CIA. So now you have people who are working their ass off to get the sources, to get the intelligence, to protect our country, but you have a president who is meeting with our biggest constantly. adversaries, giving him intelligence. And so- Oh, dear God, <laughs> that's right. Do and you, so-
1: I, do, you really, do you wonder maybe how much, if they really give him all the intelligence briefings, That's or if they hold some stuff back,
0: I'm wondering how much sanitizing they do. Because he also doesn't, he doesn't
1: read them anyway. <laughs> he doesn't read. I was going to say he doesn't read
0: them anyway. But Jared I mean, I, does. Which is another thing. I I really feel like he is like as close as we'll get to him saying, "I want faba beans and a nice Keontae. He is so frightening. He <laughs> literally is the scary, scary, scary <laughs> human. Um, but. I'm wondering how much they do, and I'm wondering, I'm assuming that some of the people around him, like, look, a lot of those people have left, like Mattis, don't share some of that with him, because it doesn't matter. He doesn't make decisions based on intelligence. He doesn't make decisions based on fact. He says he makes... No, he's
1: even said that. He makes them on his gut. He has a great gut. He's got a great brain. He's got the best
0: words. That's what he makes his (laughs) decisions on. I think that when he says gut, he means his wallet. And I think he makes decisions based on what's going to benefit him. So, oh, no my, doubt, no doubt. My fervent hope is that the, the IC, the intelligence community, probably cleans up some of their their intel. And whatever they share, whoever is now briefing him, also kind of cleans it up a bit too. But I don't know, and I don't think they can be assured of that either. I will say the new, CIA, new head of the CIA, Gina Haspel, has been there forever. She's, you know, I think she's a three-decade, you know, careerist at the agency. And she obviously has sort of a tarnished, a little bit of a tarnished, you know, past with some of her torture Jason. Adjacent- yeah. yeah. I did torture Jason because it sounded very LA to add the adjacent. <laughs> she's tortured Jason. Um, <laughs> so she's got that, but I, she is incredibly loyal. And everybody who I know who works at the agency or has recently left was, was really heartened by her appointment because they knew that she would protect the agency and she would protect the women and men. Pompeo didn't do that. He was, you know, kind of a buffoon and he didn't care. He was in it just to be able to, like, show off his name and so he could check it off to get the next appointment. Mm -hmm, But she really does genuinely care. Like, Pompeo's just waiting for the rapture to come so everybody can leave and he can just, like, rule the world. Um, But that's my hope. I think it's, it's incredibly difficult. I don't... I think it would be so disheartening. I know it's, you know, he started when he gave the speech in front of the CIA memorial wall. And I've told anybody better what you think about the government. If you go into the CIA and you stand in front of that wall, if you don't feel the weight of that wall and you don't feel how inappropriate it would be to give a speech that he gave, there's something truly lacking in your soul.
1: Well, and we've now seen for the last two years what's lacking in his soul.
0: Were you always sort of outspoken about politics or did 2016 kind of push that for you? Um,
1: uh, Maybe I feel like, well, because of social media and everything, I feel like we're, I do try to pull back a little bit, but sometimes it's hard because I, (laughs) I mean, I think people come to my Twitter page to see the recipes I'm making or to, you know, see what's up with my cats or my dog. So I don't think they're coming, you know, for, the sometimes the opinions that I um blurt (laughs) out but so I just can't help myself sometimes and it also is a good way to um get rid of anybody with that those red x's in their name you can always tell you know when it's easier for me to block people when I've said something that um could be disagreed with with 30 percent of the country so and that's what I think we have to remember, too, yeah. is that this hard, hardcore Trump loving base. Oh, God, I said his name. Voldemort. Um, it's just if it's 30 percent of the country, that's probably a lot. And then there's a lot of other people that just refuse to even look at any kind of progressivism in this country that could help any of us any all possible. of us um, that they're just going to stay this Republican, you know, what the Republicans are supposed to be made out of, which is fiscally responsible. And as George Bush said, you know, George Herbert Walker said, you know, a compassionate conservative, all of those things that I do know Republicans like that. Me too. Um, there's a lot of the Repo- that don't actually follow being fiscally conservative because you wouldn't, if you were fiscally conservative, you wouldn't give a tax break the top zero one percent.
0: Exactly, you would
1: be giving a tax break to the middle class and to anybody that's making under, you know, ten, five, one million dollars, five hundred thousand, twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. People, you know, you'd be giving more tax breaks to people there, exactly. especially people that make anywhere. I don't know the tax code very well, but all I do know is that I'm not in that um, what AOC is calling the seventy percent tax thing where we used to have when our country was really vibrant and it was growing and we had a, a solid middle class. Yeah. I mean, is it still hard for people to understand that you're, that anybody that makes $10 million and over, I mean, it, listen, if you think that's too low a bar, make it 20 million, 40 million, yeah. whatever you think it needs to be, to, but you still don't pay 70% on anything under that. It's, it's, you pay it over that. So all these people still get to keep a lot of their money. Yeah. But when you look at the way that people spend their money, and there's so many different charities that – a charity that I'm super fond of is I'm, – well, I'm, so I'm ping-ponging.
0: Is no, it's Blessings fine. I was going to actually ask you about that. So I, and, but, I didn't hear what you just said. I talked over you. Sorry.
1: That's fine. <laughs> Blessings in a Backpack is all made up of women and, and volunteers and men, obviously, that want to make sure that children that go to school – and, um, and are fed, and the only time they're ever fed is at breakfast and lunch that they get at school, that when they go home, they can feed their family too. So they take a backpack home for the weekend so that they that's don't amazing. starve over the weekend. This is America. We are the one of the richest countries in the world, and our children are still starving, and that's wrong. And the reason it's wrong is because all of these multi-billionaires aren't putting money back into the economy. No. They're buying back shares of whatever they need to buy back up. They're keeping themselves so... Ultra rich, and I have nothing against people making money and being well, rich. Capitalism is amazing, but it needs to be held accountable. And it, I, when you have starving children in America, no one's be, no one's being held accountable, and then and we have dark. to come up with ways to feed them that aren't part of the school system. That's just
0: wrong. It's uh, it's interesting. Like, and then when we had the government shut down, and I think it was Wilbur Ross is like, do not they just take out loans? They could just take oh, out some uh, loans. Mm. And you would see interviews with, with families, hardworking families who are just who are literally trying to give back to the country, who are having to decide between chemo and rent, feeding a child right. and rent, and Getting I thought the
1: children's medication or making their car payments. What getting, is or, or making their you know mortgage payment? It, that's not uh, that should not be America, but it is America.
0: It it, and it exactly. We are the richest country, and that is t- disgusting. That's not how we treat each other. Not how you treat eight hundred thousand of our Americans who are literally public servants who have decided to dedicate their life to our country, and they're going hungry. Mm-hmm. And the fact that just because
1: someone wants a wall that we don't need. Yes, that need nobody wants security, but that we have plenty of walls and it's there. You need to. Oh, my goodness. How about paying border security better? How about making sure that you put anybody who does work for border security? You get a decent background check yeah. so you don't have them harming children at the border. So I, there's it, it goes. You, you have pull, to, ins- start to peel away one part of the onion and the onion just gets more and more intensely.
0: smelly. I know. It's also, it's, I, it's interesting. We're talking, you were talking about food and I, I'm heartened to see that so many people within sort of the food community, the culinary community, you see so much giving back like Jose Andres and Mm -hmm. Ludo. I mean, even locally, like jazz, jazz at gelada, like you see Mm -hmm. so many chefs who are taking it upon themselves to give back in the way they can and to me, that's heartening. And I, I think it just speaks Who, by to by the that. way, don't make a lot of
1: money either. And yeah. it's all through hard work that they're doing this. I mean, being in the restaurant business, the margins are ridiculously thin. And sometimes they, you know, they can't, they can't make their ends meet either. But they don't care. They want to make sure that other, other
0: people aren't suffering. And aren't going hungry. And to me, that gift, it's... It's so indicative of that of the community, and it's Mm -hmm. of what they're doing. And to me, that I always I'm like, oh, those are the kind of stories. Seriously, I'm like, heroes. And now in our world, they wear aprons and they don't wear capes. And it's amazing to me what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And they're taking care of our our federal employees because
1: because our government isn't
0: won't allow that to happen.
1: Right. When when you have a government run by narcissists, it's not going to happen. Did you. And I'm are, I'm. I, anybody that tries to um, both sides of this just drives me crazy. Oh, the both sides. You know, well, the president shut down the government. He said he was going to do it and he never should have done it.
0: And he said, I will wrong. be proud to own it. Right. Do you did you ever feel pressure because you're in you're in the public eye that someone was going to be like, Valerie, keep it. Keep it shut. Don't say it. Don't don't I
1: get it all the time. But you know what? I finally feel like I've kind of made it because it you know now they're saying shut up and cook i'm like oh you realize i have a new career that's so cool (laughs) like you get i'm a cook now on tv that's great as opposed to shut up and act by the way these are from people who you know elected a reality star into the office so you know what take it somewhere else I, i i pay my
0: taxes by the way i'm allowed to have a voice about my government that to me it's so funny when you hear people say oh they should just be acting no they're actually Americans so yeah. just like you and, and we me, pay our taxes i'm like some people it, and you know you can see my tax returns and, and so everybody everybody is allowed to have a voice because they have a bigger platform you're you're pissed but don't try <laughs> to silence the voice and i i know yeah. there's probably pressure within i was wondering if like you ever felt it in business or you're just like you know what screw it like to be quiet would be harder, or because I there has to be that pressure. I have some friends who have like they're like, yeah, it's it's tough, but they're like sometimes it is. They're because like,
1: I don't I don't want to be judged in that way, like oh, you're too much of a mouthy mouther. Um, <laughs> but I get so frustrated with where the, the direction this country is going in, and Betty White was always like, you know, you you just don't. She says, no one needs to know how I vote. It doesn't matter if they enjoy what I'm doing. Great. But trust me, she was a big Obama fan.
0: Um, I love her.
1: Big. I mean, she was just had a heart palpitation for him when she met him. And I was so jealous. Um, But, yeah, she's like, there's there's no reason, although she started to get frustrated, too, and started, you know, saying what she really believed to a certain extent and. Uh, because she always said, you don't want to lose half your audience. I don't li- believe I'm losing half no. my audience anymore. I'm losing maybe 30% of my audience,
0: which is there's not
1: half the country does not love this man.
0: No, half they the don't. country
1: wants him gone more than half the country.
0: And I'm willing to believe even the, let's say if it was 30% that quote unquote voted for him or support him, I'm willing to believe like half of them would be okay. If he was gone. They might just want another Republican because they'll want, you know, a Supreme Court and listen, seat. Listen, but and listen,
1: get a Republican in there that knows what he's doing, that really is fiscally conservative, that really is a compassionate yeah. um, conservative. Get a Republican like that. I would vote for him too. I would be so. But, but if you're not being fiscally conservative <clears throat> if you're giving away taxes to the top 0.1 percent.
0: And 0. it's one
1: percent or whatever
0: it is. I think it's also robbing us of our democracy in the sense of like a two-party system is. It's good. A healthy debate is amazing, mm-hmm. but we don't have that. No. We're not allowed that under him. And so I think that's what's so frustrating, I think, for so many people to feel silenced in that way. Yeah. Do you, who are you excited about for 2020? Is there anybody you're like, that would, that would make me happy?
1: Um, all the women that are announcing right now. I absolutely Pretty- love them. All of them. I don't know which one. I mean, we're gonna have to wait until it starts narrowing down. But I believe someone's making an announcement. Is it Amy uh,
0: Klobach? Uh, or? Uh, or I just said her name wrong. Did me I too. Say it wrong?
1: Here All
0: I right. go. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm so excited about the women. I can't pronounce their names, but I'm excited about them. But she's great. <laughs> uh, she's supposed to. Since she might be announcing on Saturday, which I always find so funny. They're like, they're gonna announce it on this day. I'm like, well, then haven't they announced it?
1: Yeah. Exactly. But I am excited about all the women. Um, Kamala, I think I'm probably oh. most excited about because when I watch her during the um, the, the hearings,
0: oh yeah, the hearings,
1: so precise with her questions and and she's a lawyer, so she never asks a question she doesn't know the answer to, and I just really like her. So she's my top pick right now. Although um, she's
0: so inspiring,
1: I don't make. know what's going to happen in the next two years. But I could, you- I'd love to see an all woman ticket.
0: Uh, Do but realistically, and I'm a horrible woman for asking this, but and I am I'm a negative Nancy for saying it too. Like I, I'm troubled because I don't know if we're at a place in this country where we would say, yeah, an all woman ticket will will beat him. I think there's and so much misogyny.
1: Well, by the way, do we really know he's going to be able to run in 2020? I mean, come
0: on. Well, that was my prediction. I was like, okay, are we going to take bets if this is the last day of the union we hear? And like when he leaves, if all of a sudden Mueller's going to be and be like, I got some handcuffs for you. That was sort of my dream that he would like burst into the state of the union and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um That was my I think birthday. Mueller case.
1: is definitely That's much, much more meticulous than that. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. Listen, he, he must be. He and his team must be exhausted because oh, every time they think they probably have something wrapped up, he goes and does something illegal again and he finds something more illegal. So I'd, I don't know if it's ever going to be. Over. They must
0: be so tired. They might be like, when do I get to take a break? You know, there's probably like a half a dozen people just on his Twitter account. Like, oh, he tweeted again. I'm going, <laughs> like, like, she's like, <laughs> oh I have God, to call my the husband. Again.
1: What are we going to do?
0: <laughs> I have to go. I have to stay on the Twitter. T-. But a friend of mine worked for actually Josh Campbell on CNN. And we were talking about it and he was talking about how absolutely meticulous Muller is and how he is so buttoned up. And when he was, I'm telling the story poorly, but I'll have Josh listen to this and tell me how I screwed up the story. But he had to brief him one time and someone said to him, if you don't know the answer, say you don't know the answer. Because if he smells weakness, he will pounce and he will peel that back and you will feel like an idiot, basically. Like, always be honest, always have integrity. If you don't know it, that's fine. But don't lie to the man. And so he's like, it kind of puts, like, the fear of God. Not that anybody would, but you're just like, it's everything. What am I saying? I want to make sure. I would be nervous just to say my real name in front of him. I'm like, okay, <laughs> It's the way I feel whenever there's a cop car behind me and I haven't done it's, anything wrong. I feel like I've done something wrong. Do you not? I do that. I'm like, I'm looking at, I'm like, both hands are at the wheel. I'm at the nine and the I'm five. At oh, and 20, yeah. <laughs> and I'm at 10 and 20. Where are my hands? 10 and, 10 and 2. I'm, I'm good. Again. Okay. It's No, it's, but I'm,
1: I mean, been, I have to, then I have to respect the man that put Mueller in place. Someone... <laughs> new, and they're all Republicans, that says we need to really, I mean, there is enough information that has been going on, and even if I can see that Trump's been laundering money for the Russians for 30 years, of course they can see it. Here's the deal, though. They have to have proof of it. So they're trying to find the truth. Did he really launder money for the Russians for the last 30 years? Let's find out. Let's just find out. If he didn't, he's got
0: nothing to be afraid of. I'm... So also, I'm also curious, like, how much longer is he going to go? But also, I think people will be shocked to see how detailed his report will be. And to your point... Well, if
1: we're allowed to see it.
0: I'm thinking Schiff, if he has any say, except I don't know legally, and I have to ask my friend Asha legally where that falls, if we'll be allowed to see it. Because he won't turn in anything like it's his homework. He's not going to turn in his homework unless it's all great. He's not going <laughs> to... It doesn't is it all complete? Did you show your work? But he really will show it'll be so, so tight that he knows that he can't there will be no wiggle room. like it will be well, he's also he's also letting the Southern district take care of a few things. I love he's that. Also
1: letting I mean, he's letting a few other um, organizations or um, I the- guess what would you call them? I don't know, um take care of some of the other cases that I mean, I, who? It will so be smart. kind of phenomenal when we finally find out everything or as much as we're allowed to know of what Mueller knows and what the Southern District knows. and what I mean, I'm curious to find out. I'm just curious to find out because I want to know what the truth is. I just want to know what the truth is. That's all. And if, and if he really hasn't done anything wrong and I just don't like him because I don't like who he is as a human being, then I'll live with that. But I want to know but- the truth.
0: I think it's important for the country to move on. I keep I have Hamilton lyrics in my head right now. In order to move on, I keep playing that in my head as we're talking. But I think it's so important, and not just because I'm crazy curious to find out what's in the report. I think it's the only way the country will be able to heal and move on from all this, because we've never had a fraction
1: but like this. will the entire country heal and move on, though? Because it, even if this report proves beyond a shadow of a doubt all of the, the history of what this crime organization in my Oh. Know, has, has been going on, and I know I'm coloring it right now because it's my opinion. You, you're you're coloring been, in the lines.
0: You're doing a great job coloring it. <laughs>
1: but even if the report proves beyond a shadow of a doubt all the things that have been happening and that we think is happening, there is still going to be a part of the country that doesn't believe it because they've been yeah. told and they've been brainwashed by a certain network, the, the Trump television That's network, that, that none of this is to be believed. And how we are allowed to get away with it? This is where I go back and get—I get angry at Reagan for for just destroying the the. Remember on uh, 60 Minutes used to be, be he said she said or I forget what the name was. It. I mean even SNL did a Jane. You. Yeah, plus. they
0: did the version too. I was thinking about that, like Jane. You
1: you have to when you give one side of a political arena, you must also give the other side. That's why I like the Week magazine that's the only magazine I you know that I that I read can you hear me now I can hear you okay good. we'll edit Um, that post (laughs) the um I that's why I read the week because that gives me what all of the different people all across from far right to far left are saying about a particular subject and it's interesting when you hear how Jonah Goldberg <laughs> talks about something as opposed to how <laughs> Frank Rich talks about something and you know what you know how they're going to color it. but it's interesting to see their perspectives. Well, we don't have that nope. on Fox News. We don't have that on a lot of the different networks. Now granted MSNBC and CNN try to do it, but it just comes off as it's a
0: little a little left leaning which is okay because that's what yeah, I but it's okay,
1: but that's okay but they, when they have someone on like Hugh Hewitt, it's like, yeah. dude, do you, are you really, you're really going to say this? You're, you you yeah. really believe that? You I mean, can't just, believe that.
0: You, you're like, you, you can't, can't
1: believe what's coming out of your mouth right now, can you? Unless, of course, you're like Ann Coulter, and then it's like she's oh. purposely doing that to get a rise out of people. She I don't know what must... she believes, what she doesn't believe. She's
0: she's a performance artist. That's it, how I look at her. It, I Absolutely. I think she's like, oh, God, I haven't been in the news in a while. Oh, yep. gosh. Have my, my 15 minutes passed? Oh, I should say something really offensive. Okay, there we go. Uh, now it's sort of like O'Reilly now on Twitter, like he'll be quiet and then he'll say something like stupid and offensive for like, okay, now we're giving him oxygen again. I'm like, Mm -hmm. there, we, we keep giving them that platform, that oxygen, it feeds that fire. It's interesting. I was, um, we had a handyman guy came over to our house and we were talking and he's like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I host a podcast. And he's like about sports. And I was like, couldn't be further from what I would host it on. (laughs) No, I said, oh, politics stuff and, you know, entertainment, whatever. And I was tried because I'm like, I know not everybody believes how I do. And he's like, oh, you heard what's happening now. And I was like, I literally was like, what happened with Mueller? I'm like, no. And I'm like, grab my phone. He's like, you know, Trump's start trying to stop people from having abortions at nine months. I'm like, I'm sorry, what, what? the fuck did you just say? He's like, yeah, they're saying late term abortions. Like so you could have a baby and then kill it. I'm like, I need you to stop. And we need to talk about that sentence. I'm like, does that sound crazy? Yeah, like, to that's actually that's actually believable to people. He actually, he's like, like people actually believe that. He literally believed it. I said, we need to talk, and like, I then told my husband, he's like, Emily, why do you do this? We've had to, we've had to like get new doctors because of you. I'm like, I know, I can't keep it shut, honey, I can't. Literally, a new eye doctor because of my mouth, but so we literally. No, talked but I, I said, mean, come
1: on. I mean, he, you have to, you have to try. I mean, they maybe they won't listen, but you have to. I mean, do you know? Lit-
0: anyone that's been pregnant at all ever that would choose to like, at n- come on. Well, and I said, I literally pulled up my phone. I'm like, let's go find that. Let me tell me where you saw it. And I said, and I was trying to have a very, like, cause we were kind of joking. I'm like, you know, that's crazy. It's like, I know it sounds crazy. I'm like, you know, that if something sounds crazy, it's not true. Right. I'm like, I said, you know, we were talking about other examples in the news that we could both agree on. like, that doesn't sound crazy, does it? He goes, well, no. And I'm like, because that's true. And I said, you know that that sounds nuts. Like, in what world would that be okay? And he goes, but it was on the news. I'm like, you know you can't believe everything I know. And then I was like, you know what? You know what upsets me? I think you know what upsets me most about it is that I think about the
1: trauma that this woman is going through.
0: Absolutely. and
1: and what's happening to her and what she knows and what the doctors have told her and that she has to have this and the gut wrenching horrible trauma of wanting to birth a baby so bad and then having to go through this that you're just discounting what that poor woman is going through and that that's what kills me is that they're almost making fun saying
0: oh you're a,", a it's like Oh my God, like you're choosing it. Like it's to me, they make it this seem is like not a choice. There's not it's, one woman. Do you, I don't know one woman who would, and I know women have had every experience that as you do, as we all do. And I have said this for any issue that men are weighing in on that they don't really need to at this point, like this issue and me too. I don't know one woman who has ever willfully said, you know, I'm going to have an abortion. Or have made that choice casually. Yeah, I'm casually. done being pregnant.
1: I know I've gone through eight months, but
0: I'm done being pregnant. I'm done. So yeah,
1: I'm and done, then I'm going to go cut you. not get know the done.
0: trauma. It's oh good grief. It is agonizing. You're talking about something that will affect a woman forever, and it's for the rest of her life. For the rest of her life, and to make it seem so casual, like air that you breathe, like just a flippant decision, is so demeaning and demoralizing, and to me, it just shines a light on the misogyny and the thread that runs through our country that needs to be changed and how mm-hmm. sad and horror. Oh, I'm so angry. I, yeah, it's do- it's
1: so frustrating. I mean, it's hard to find words to even explain it. And I'm, the misogyny thing is what, Oh, because I've been around for decades where misogyny is, and in a business where it's just rampant. Oh. And it's, and I have a son. So don't tell me, that I'm trying to get rid of white men, okay? I'm just trying to raise a white who, a man who happens to be white to respect and honor all human beings, women, people of uh, different races, and people of different LGBTQ. I, we are all human beings, and every human being needs to be respected and honored, no matter what how or how different they are from you i'm not i and i believe that the same as but i don't want to get into this whole all lives matter because the whole <laughs> reason for black lives matter is to say we're not honoring black lives enough no. and you guys they matter and the only people unfortunately that are going to change this are the are the white the white people who have dishonored that do matter. Ugh. And I think Ellen Pompeo said it best when she oh, said,
0: we started this problem. On fire. We got
1: to fix it. We have to fix it. And we have to not be silent any- anymore. And we have to say, yes, black lives matter. Period.
0: We, we have to voice it. And I know I've talked to people I'm like, well, if you guys keep talking so much, you know, we're not going to hear it anymore. It'll just be noise. I'm like the answer can't be to shut up. The answer must right. be, to keep going at it and to be louder, so it's everyday discourse. So every time you hear it now, it doesn't sound new and it doesn't hurt your yeah. ears. It you go. And, I mean, we started this
1: problem. The white man started this problem. We have
0: to fix it. I'm so glad we have you to did. Fix it. I'm glad you didn't watch the State of the Union because you'd be even more infuriated now. Um, <laughs> I, I as can't you're talking, be I'm like, angry. he did a whole thing on the Holocaust. I'm like, Mr. Both Sides is talking about the Holocaust. Yeah, let's let's take that back a notch there, uh, Trumpy. Mm-hmm. Can we? I'm gonna just transition to something. It's a word much a because not- I'm starting to
1: panic now. That um, I know. I'm I was like, no, this t- podcast like- that I don't. I mean, I just don't
0: <laughs> want dry February. Won't be dry when you're done with me.
1: <laughs> uh, it's just so. It's such a uh, a hard line to walk when you want people to hear you. You yep. want the people that don't believe the same that you believe to hear you and not judge. And I'm trying to keep my heart open and not judge
0: too. Sure. And I actually I, enjoy. It's... I enjoy having conversations. Like I've had conversations on Twitter, believe it or not, where we have like kind of this really lovely discourse, and we disagree. and And I usually say, "Well, look at us at the end. We're at the end of the conversation. I'm like, look at us being all adult, hearing each other's sides. I'm so proud of us. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm like, good for us." So I have to ask you totally not Trump or politics related because Thank you, because to... I have a headache, Emily. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk the I'm gonna talk food stuff before we before I bring this down. Um, first of all, I make your Lynn sick brownie bites all the time. I will <laughs> tell Lynn that. She'll be very excited. <laughs> Please do. I my friend James had a big fiftieth party and I was like, I'll do the baking, I'll bake everything. So I baked a shitload of stuff. That was the thing that went first. Like bar none. Everyone's like, Where are those again? I was like Seriously? And it's super, super easy, perfect. like almost no ingredients. I mean, like minimal
1: ingredients, right? They're amazing. And, and they look beautiful. Yeah, yeah. They kind of look like
0: work, which I love. What is your... My, what you my call- um, stepdaughter calls them snowballs. Oh, and they're so pretty. Yeah. What is your favorite, like what is your favorite thing to make and what's the thing that everybody says, oh, Valerie, bring this to the party? Like, what are you known for? Do you have any signatures? Oh,
1: no, because I always switch it up. Like I just brought... To um, a Super Bowl party, I just brought tiramisu because I just thought – I always bring them cookies or love cake, and so I just brought tiramisu this time, and it was gone in like a split second. So What's... that was successful. I'll probably make that again because it's ridiculously easy. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I've been making these oatmeal cookies that are very popular. Oh. Um, I, it just – it changes.
0: <laughs> well, if it's your I'm always birthday. learning
1: new recipes.
0: Pardon? If it's your birthday, what do you, if you were going to have a home cooked, if you're going to go out for dinner, what would your birthday dinner be?
1: I would either go to one of Ludo's restaurants or I'd go to Mozza. And um, if I went to Mozza, I would want, I would want to call first to make sure that they have the cappellati and brodo, because that's my favorite soup in the whole world. It's the soup my, my noni used to make. Oh. And when, when I eat it there, I feel like I'm in my Aunt Adeline's kitchen and my noni just made it. So that's my favorite, probably my favorite dish. Um, And then when I was traveling across Italy, I was trying every single city's um, pasta alla vongole, which is uh, clams in a white sauce. And it's just, it's simple. It's basic. I have a couple different ways that I make it, but it's basically butter, olive oil, white wine, garlic, Parmesan cheese, and clams and, and linguine, And it's just amazing. And it was pretty Gosh. consistent all through the where I went in Italy. I was going to ask you. There was you. one place we went to, and it was like a a Michelin starred restaurant, and it was the, my least favorite one.
0: So interesting. So I don't always
1: trust the stars.
0: My best friend lived in Rome for almost five years. It was the best. We were very sad when she left because we would go stay with her. She had a beautiful place, and then we would just travel around and. Whenever people go, I'm always like, like, did you love it? I'm like, I think Italy is sprinkled with like magic fairy dust. And you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't help but fall in love with everything and everybody. And everything looks like what you think, a, think it would be on a screensaver, but even prettier. And you just want to touch everything. It's
1: true. It's true. Everything is like a picture postcard. You just walk. I mean, it's just stunning. Um, the, <laughs> I ran into cats everywhere I went the last time I was there. Taking pictures, more pictures of cats than I was of food. Um, although the cats in Sicily are very sad. I wanted to just move there and just start a foundation and just take care of all the, you know, TNR, all the poor cats there. My, uh, last so You trip. might find me there in 20 years in Sicily, you know, heading up my, OTN, my own TNR oh, clinic in Sicily. Sicily. Is,
0: I think Sicily is like Disneyland for adults. It's just so perfect. Yeah. It's funny, we, we went to Asia for over the holidays and I took more pictures of dogs. Literally, I, just, I had like everyone's like, w- "Did you go to like a shelter?" I'm like, "No, no, it's just dogs." I was holding everybody's dogs after a while, I was like, "I literally have more pictures of dogs." Um, it was. I know I, it's I- funny, and I just keep thinking, "I wonder if they speak Italian." <laughs> should, oh I, should I should I rough them in Italian? What would that be? <laughs> I want not say. <sighs> I just want to say thank you again for coming on and. I want to say to everybody who's listening, thank you for listening, and obviously go to and don't State. judge me. I just have opinions. She just has opinions. Don't judge her. <laughs> Buy her new cookbook, Valerie's Home Cooking, and it's beautiful. <laughs> and no judging. We don't judge here. I judge, but Valerie doesn't judge. I judge a lot, <laughs> not so much. Um, go to deepstateradionetwork.com you can support all of our work become a member if you do you get early access to all these podcasts like this one and you can subscribe makers. to your podcast too right yes you can you subscribe okay. you subscribe to deep state radio and what happens is you get early access to all of them like right now they're doing an interview with adam schiff and which will be amazing he's my congressional crush um if i keep saying i'm gonna be mortified when i meet him again i met him once <laughs> already like horrible but you get all these great interviews. Ted Lou, they did a great one with, and they do the newsmaker interviews. And it's great. You get also, you can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. You can follow Valerie on Twitter too. And you can follow me at CIA Spy Girl. And Valerie, thank you so much. I am so excited to to talk to you again we met so long ago and I was like I can't wait to talk to you so thank you again for coming on this has been
1: a blast this has been a blast
0: so you me and Joe we'll grab dinner okay oh my god absolutely oh and I didn't you know what I need to do this better follow Valerie at at Wolfie's mom just so you know that's her handle because I said you can follow her and I want to make sure everybody has her handle so absolutely go do that and yes we're going to do dinner I'm going to like message Joe right now and say let's get this stuff together so thank you everybody for listening and thank you again Val